0: we of transpiracy, With Adam
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Who are you? I'm Olivia Hydar. That, I believe, makes us your hosts. Olivia, how's it going? Mm-hmm. It's going good. It's going good.
0: Can't complain. Yeah, yeah. Sunny day. Is it?
1: That's good. Yeah. In Indianapolis, I, I was just in the Midwest and it was the weirdest thing. It was cold enough when I first got there that I went to Old Navy and bought a coat. Yeah. And then I immediately didn't need that. It got like just yeah. warm enough for me to not need that. But it was still like sixties, like high sixties, like mid to high sixties. Sure, sure. And then like the last four hours in the Midwest, it just all of a sudden was ninety five degrees.
0: Yeah. I don't Yeah, they'll sneak up I, on you.
1: I don't know how I don't have pneumonia. <laughs> right now. I think it's because I was in a car when that change all happened and then right. I just ran into an airport and got back to a place with regular weather. Yes. Yeah, the
0: the weather here, I mean, I'm sure it's slightly different, I'm sure you were in more of the plainsy area of the Midwest. Plain is right. Yes, I mean, of course, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Indiana's a little bit more in the eastern like Rust belty part of the Midwest, but we do have a fun thing where it will be 30 degrees on Monday and then on Wednesday it, it'll be 80. That's about, that's just how spring is
1: now. Well, we don't- what's fun about when that happens, because I remember that from living in the Midwest, is when it snows in between. Sure, yeah, So it's yeah. like 30, it snows, and then it's 80 and that goes right in your basement. All that water just <laughs> goes right into your basement, and it's a huge fiasco for everybody. Uh, yep. That's so, why I'm glad I don't have one. Yeah. That's why I moved to a place that doesn't have basements or seasons. Either of those <laughs> things. So this week, we're doing a different sort of episode. We do these episodes on the Unpopular Opinion podcast all the time. We do yeah. local news roundups. On Pretty Scary, we do creepy news roundups. Okay. Conspiracy podcast doesn't quite lend itself to a news roundup usually. It's not like you can just Google conspiracy news and there's (laughs) going to be fresh content every single day. That's not really how conspiracy theories work.
0: Right. And also, like, a lot of times, like, if something does pop up, you know, it's something that maybe requires a little bit more of a deep dive approach
1: than right. than kind of the scatter shot thing. I mean, I could just pull up. I'm sure One America News has a website, and I could oh, just, sure, like, yeah. Oh my god, load oh, that no. homepage and pull headlines from that, and like, we could take it from there.
0: But do you want to do that to your soul as no. as like a regular
1: podcast thing? I don't want it in. My search history, even yeah. though I admitted on the most recent Unpops that I did sign up for Truth Social when <laughs> oh, given yeah. the opportunity. And then they sent me the email and we're like, you're in. And I was like, I'm over it. I don't yeah. care no, what's happening it's on okay. there. I bet it's stupid. So I took a slightly more ethical approach, I think, mm, to finding mm. stories to see if a, a conspiracy news roundup was possible. And by that, I typed the word conspiracy mm. into Google. I don't know if you've heard of Google, but it's a site where if you search words, it will tell you things about those words. And I I typed in conspiracy and I headed to the news section. And because we are living in the age of QAnon, there was actually (laughs) plenty to talk about. I'm sure. Yes. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about some some conspiracy-related news. Woo! And speaking of QAnon, this story is from February of this year. About a quarter of Republicans would consider themselves QAnon adherents. Hmm. That is according Hmm. to a poll conducted by the Public Religion Research Institute. Hmm. Is that higher or lower than you thought it would be? That is about what I
0: would have guessed. Like, if you gunned to my head, asked me to guess, it would have been... 25 to 30 percent. That would have been my guess.
1: See, I would have said closer to 40 to 50 percent. Yeah. I mean, I I guess I don't really take any comfort in this because a quarter of Republicans, that's a whole lot of people.
0: Right. And also the other three quarters don't care if people are QAnon and will vote for QAnon people. (laughs) So it doesn't. In the end, we're kind of. Splitting semantic
1: hairs. Yeah, if it comes down to red Q versus blue Q, people are going to vote either way. It's still just another version of lesser of two evils. Right. So, yeah, I guess in the big scheme of things, it doesn't matter except the part where that quarter of Republicans translates to 44 million people, which means – There are 44 million people in this world who would have absolutely no problem with there only being 44 million people in the United (laughs) States and it being those 44 million people. That's what's concerning, because I don't know if the rest of the people in the United States, (laughs) I don't know if we're ready. Like our army certainly is not 44 million strong. Sure, but it doesn't need to be, though,
0: for one thing. One drone is good for at least a million of that. But also, the U.S. military is never going to be engaged against right-wing conspiracy theorists. That's not going to happen. They're in the military, also. And the
1: police and local government. Right, of state course, they're in the police and, and local government. government. Right. But beyond that, they haven't made any inroads into American life at all.
0: Beyond that, they're just a fringe group. They don't don't have any power whatsoever. Fringe weirdos. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, I don't love this, (laughs) obviously. I, I don't I don't think it's good. I think it's a bad thing. But also, like, this is the same. I mean, again, these are the same kind of numbers that you'd get. If you would ask, like any what, like who would back Trump in like some sort of like coup, you know, right. like it's these are the same sort of numbers that we've gotten. It's a a third, roughly a third of the country, basically. You know, even if what we're talking about here is just Republicans, but like overall, yeah. uh, you get about a third of the country who just doesn't give a shit about the truth. Yeah, that's.
1: Actually, conspiracy news that came out this week since I had researched this. The leader of the Oath Keepers, I believe his name is Stuart Rhodes. Hmm. There were either audio recordings or emails. I think it was audio recordings that surfaced where he was just kind of imploring Trump to expose the Satan-worshiping Democrat pedophile cult, because then that would help justify what was happening on January 6th. So if he would just simply (laughs) lift the veil and show the American people that a satanic cabal of child sex traffickers have been in charge this whole time, that would fix things. And here's the thing. Yeah, it probably would, which Ah. makes it all the more suspicious that that has never happened, despite so many doomsday Prophecy type promises that that very thing was going to happen.
0: Yeah, I feel like it was probably a tactical error to uh, make this plea of Trump, who is definitely involved in an in an elite ring of pedophiles. So I feel like
1: that's just you're barking up the wrong tree there, I, Stu. I don't understand that disconnect. <laughs> I, I will not ne- like i get yes compartmentalized thinking is a thing with people who follow authoritarian types sure read the book the authoritarians there's all kinds of uh, scientific information about it yeah but that is such a stretch to be like that guy the <laughs> one guy with video of himself standing next to Jeffrey Epstein pointing at young girls at a party. Yeah. That's the guy you think is going to protect you from the pedophile cult.
0: What (laughs) is wrong with you? They're they're stupid. Look, I'm such a fucking broken record on this (laughs) show. (laughs) But they're all Fucking morons. And that doesn't, the thing is, that's not going to stop them from destroying the world. <laughs> it just not. means
1: they're going to do it in a really stupid fucking way. Oh, so frustrating. Yes. <laughs> also frustrating. 9% of Democrats surveyed counted themselves as uh, pure Why? Which here's the thing. <laughs> that's not that far off from the 16% of the population as a whole. That's 9%, that's a lot of democrats. I'm just like, what do you why are you still a democrat? What do you stand to gain from this? That like are those like the the mansion democrats? Like the Kirsten Cinema democrats? I, oh my god, I guess.
0: I, I, like but I I mean like seriously though, and like I barely consider myself a democrat. And I don't, I mean, I don't consider, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I just, that kind of short circuits my brain a little bit because I don't understand, again, what do you, what are you gaining from believing in QAnon when that's all about you? It's about you.
1: Yeah. The other thing that was really interesting is age and religion both played almost no role in people's thoughts on this. Also, partisanship and ideology were not the biggest driving factors. Olivia, you're not going to believe this. It was media consumption. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, people taking in YouTube, the YouTube algorithm. Of course, of course, of course. Ugh. Or, I, I don't know, I guess, can you even blame the YouTube algorithm anymore? Like I mean, not- YouTube,
0: between YouTube and podcasts and like Fox News and you know the other mainstream news networks no I mean like that's a that's gonna go a long way towards poisoning your brain
1: yeah it I don't know I I guess it almost at this point like there have to be people who are still jumping on board the QAnon train and it feels like I don't know. There was a point in my life where I was like mid to late 30s and I just started smoking again. <laughs> and I yeah. remember I, I mentioned that to someone and they were like, well, that's a very adult decision. It's like you have all this information right. about – and I hadn't smoked in years. Yeah, and It's like you know everything about how dangerous smoking is, how bad it is, and that you're just going to do it again. Like I can get falling for QAnon – Years ago, if you're stupid and on the Internet. Sure. Yes. But now we, we're we so far removed from that, and you, you have to know the stigma that comes with it. And there's a reason right. that stigma exists, and it's because this is an insane theory. Here's the thing. Sex trafficking is not an insane theory. Child sex no. trafficking no. obviously happens, and I don't no. – I mean, obviously there are people working in concert to make that happen. But if you specifically think Donald Trump is fighting a cabal of child sex traffickers who secretly rule the world, you are being duped. Yeah, well, uh,
0: but is it just that? Is it still just that now? Well, The, the child sex trafficking thing? Is that all they're mad about? Or, or like, it's never... F- like the thing that's always been weird about QAnon is it, it's felt like it's kind of a constantly shifting goalposts
1: well, kind of movement. I I don't say this to defend QAnon by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but I have mentioned before that I think QAnon has kind of become like Alex Jones where all you really have to do is connect something to QAnon to make it seem right. completely ridiculous to people. So I think sometimes – like we're going to talk about another story later where a thing gets tied to QAnon and conspiracy theorists that I don't think it's really justified. Sure. And it just seems more like an attempt to smear that thing by saying, well, look, QAnon likes this. Right. And all it takes to do that is for someone – to tweet something about a conspiracy theory and then you dig into their social media profile enough and go, oh, well, they also tweeted a QAnon thing. And now you can, I guess, rightfully put out an article with a headline that says QAnon supporters question Saudi Arabia's role in 9-11. And it's like, (laughs) well, fuck. A lot of people question that. It's not a QAnon thing, but that is going to make it a QAnon thing in a lot of people's minds forever and ever and ever. Yeah. And so I don't know how much of because here's the thing. I don't follow QAnon. Like I don't I'm not no. like taking in the drops or anything huh. if they're still <laughs> happening. Like
0: that's the thing. That's the other thing about this is like the, the whole like Q seems to be a non thing anymore. I feel like especially after January 6th, most people even in QAnon kind of lost faith in Q as an individ- you know individual
1: yeah and i think people got a little lazy in digging into what QAnon really is or was i think a lot of people were just really content with figuring out oh well it was that jim watkins guy like, right that's that's the guy who was doing it without really diving into the why mm-hmm. because i'm sorry but oh he's an internet troll that's a lazy justification right. For the, like, QAnon, ha, that had to be more than one dude being a troll right. on the internet. Like, look at what it has resulted in. That feels like a psychological experiment. It feels like CIA <laughs> shit. Like, it feels like the kind of weird mind fuckery that this government gets up to. Right. But, but we were it, just like, oh, well, it was Jim Watkins and it's, I guess that's all we need to know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I well, feel like we might need to know a little more. No, I think we definitely need... There's a lot more
0: to know, and I don't think even if it was, quote, like, all Jim Watkins or whatever, I don't think that necessarily means that it doesn't merit any further investigation, but it's kind of just an easy rallying cry is what it seemed like more than anything. Like, it's a, you know, you can make a logo out of it, you can... You know, have yeah. all your catchphrases. It's all kind of, you, you collect all of these different types of right-wing conspiracies into this Q
1: umbrella. Yeah, it's internet branding. But right. for a nefarious conspiracy theory, it's going to get Democrats murdered <laughs> on the White House lawn someday.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of like the next level of the Tea Party,
1: basically. Oh, yeah. 100 percent like uh it's crazy to say something like QAnon makes the tea party look pretty tame but they do <laughs> right
0: uh, like at least the tea party was talking about policy <laughs>
1: right and, and taxes even though they were right. completely oblivious about how taxes right. worked one of my favorite moments from i don't remember it was probably the daily show but they were at a Tea Party rally, and this woman was on a rascal scooter protesting free health care. And the guy's like, how'd you pay for that scooter? And she was like, Medicare. It's like, lady, you're you're protesting the thing that got you, literally got you to this rally because you cannot (laughs) walk.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, and again, you know, documenting Republican hypocrisy is – Kind of old hat at this point, but it def- it's definitely a thing. I feel like maybe there's like a whole QAnon catch up episode to do like where we're like, what
1: is going on with them right now? Well, you know, now that I'm, I'm kind of scrolling through the rest of the stories, every fucking thing on here is essentially QAnon well, related. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying about like it. it's collecting everything yeah. on the right. Well, I think this next story is a good example is this one that should be QAnon related, sure. which is the Ukraine bioweapons theory. We never did a full episode about this because there's this is one of those things where there's not a ton of reliable information and you're not going to find any. Like right. You will get U.S. government denials about what's happening. You'll get Ukrainian government denials about what's happening. And you'll get conspiracy websites that will tell you other things (laughs) are happening. Mm. But there's not a lot to it beyond Russia thinks the United States and Ukraine have a bunch of bioweapons labs scattered around the country. Sure. And the U.S. and Ukraine say, no, they don't. They just have a bunch of labs that have the things that could be used to make bioweapons. And of course, bioweapons also, because we have to study the bioweapons. Right. But we're not making bioweapons. And here's the thing. I don't know. Trust who you want on this one. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not just going to take the government's word for it. Right. That we're not doing anything nefarious here. Sure. But also, I don't think this is why Russia invaded Ukraine. Either.
0: Oh, I, yeah, that's definitely not why yeah. Russia like invaded Ukraine. I don't know whoever's saying that's uh, got got a few screws loose. Well, that
1: was one of the driving forces behind this theory. It wasn't just that these labs existed, but that that's what Putin was going in to do was to shut these labs down and stop them from being used for sure. chemical weapons. The other thing about it, the reason we never did an episode about it, is it seemed like it was hot for about five days. Right. And then it just died down. And I think some of that might have to do with how quick it got tied to QAnon. Sure. But I don't know that it's just QAnon that believes there might be something nefarious happening at these labs.
0: No, but I think part of the reason why it's not going to be a very long lasting theory is that it's being pushed mostly by Russia to begin with. Yeah. At a time when they have, obviously, a motive to suggest things, nefarious things happening between the United States and Ukraine. But also, like they say in, in these articles, like, the labs aren't a secret. And right. so that, that, that kind of deflates the conspiracy balloon, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it does to some extent. But also, like, these aren't the only labs of this nature that we have i'm sure we have these all over the world i know for yeah. a fact we have these in other countries and i know for a fact we have at least a couple in america because we fucking talked about them on yes. this show because jesse ventura rated them right. and, like made him tell them the truth so you know i don't know i it doesn't necessarily flip any like suspicion for me that i haven't heard of this in the past, because, you know, this is just kind of not the sort of thing that is talked about a ton. Yeah. Unless there's like a ulterior motive to someone bringing it up.
1: Yes. And it's complicated because I have no doubt that the American government does work on bioweapons somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Suggestions that governments have used chemical weapons get thrown around all the time and you don't hear it as much about the United States, but it's like, if you dig into the Korean War, there are suggestions that we literally dropped bombs that just had ticks in them. Right. That spread disease. So I don't know. This one's tricky. It's one of those things that seems like it would make for a perfect episode of this podcast, but there's really only like five things you can say about it. Right. You can say what Russia believes. You can say what the United States response is. Right. And you can acknowledge that I don't know. no one really knows. Like no yeah. one's like I, 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 I am sure the United States fucks with biological weapons somewhere. I don't know if they do it at these labs in Ukraine. It's not the fucking hill I'm going to die on. Because it also turned out to be not much of a story again.
0: Again, yeah. Not only did it not turn out to be much of a story, but like, why did Russia, if Russia was so concerned about these labs, then, you know, it feels like that's something that maybe could have come up before invading a country. (laughs) Correct. Maybe it it did. And I just didn't hear about it. You know, this is (laughs) the whole problem.
1: With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So speaking of things getting tied to QAnon. Sure. Sure. That seem like maybe they shouldn't. How are we feeling about DuckDuckGo? Go? (laughs) You
0: know, having only just found out about it from, you know, reading these articles in the notes, uh, I don't really have much of an opinion about it one way or the other.
1: I don't. And I really didn't before I was researching this episode. Yeah. But then I came across a February 2022 article on The New York Times. Let me get the... Exact Headline. Fed up with Google, conspiracy theorists turn to Mm DuckDuckGo. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's an article about how people who believe conspiracy theories are using a new search engine called DuckDuckGo. And the whole article is about how this search engine shows search results that Google seems to suppress. Which, right. that is a thing that I feel like it gets suggested that, oh, well, Google suppresses right-wing viewpoints. And it gets suggested as if it's not true. Sure. And it's it's true. Like, we did the Plandemic episode, or I did a solo episode about the Plandemic document, documentary, yeah. fucking air quotes around that. <laughs> yeah. And here's my problem with Google. I... Searched Plandemic documentary, and I must have clicked seven or eight pages that were nothing but results about debunking the Plandemic documentary. Sure. I only found a link to the Plandemic documentary in one spot, and that was in a paid advertisement at the top of every page. (laughs) So Google will let you pay to put a link to Plandemic on the top of that page, but somehow the act, like, think of how many searches that documentary had to be getting. Sure. Like, there's no way at least one official source wouldn't end up in the top if that algorithm's right. not being tweaked in some way. And I, like, I'm not here to fucking debate whether that's. The right yeah. thing or the wrong thing. But it fucking happens. Like, like, it absolutely. absolutely happens. I, and I don't
0: think Google would even deny that, really. I think they are very clear that they curate, you know, their search results. It's part of their whole thing. That's why you get, like, six ads that aren't even related to your yeah. search when you search for something. But also, I would love to – the thing that doesn't ever get – discussed or seemingly even uh, researched to the same extent it seems like it seems like there's a ton of resources put into discovering whether or not these poor racist and lying conservative views are being suppressed and whether they're also suppressing left-wing views.
1: Oh of course they are
0: I know oh well, I know they are but the thing is you never see the articles about that. You don't see articles about and you don't see the the fucking studies of like, look at how Google is suppressing right wing views. You don't get that for, you know, things that aren't racist and evil.
1: Yeah, I think the left has probably just come to accept it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think the left is genuinely, even though you hear the enemy of the people stuff from the right yeah. most prominently. I think the left is a little more accepting of the idea that the media is not necessarily on any side. Yeah. Like to some
0: extent. Like Depen- yes, and w- definitely skews anti-progressive. Yeah. And like accepting of that, yes, but also I don't know, I guess yeah, I guess accepting is the right is the right way to put it.
1: Yeah, but my issue with this article is If you look into DuckDuckGo, it's not like their business model is, hey, come find links to Plandemic on our search engine, which is legitimately the business model of a lot of companies that have popped up since then. There's even a profile of the founder of this search engine on The New York Times from 2019. So it's plenty of time For him to get in this profile and be like, well, here's the thing a Satan worshiping cabal of liberals (laughs) is trafficking children around the globe for sex and to harvest adrenochrome. And so we founded DuckDuckGo. Like, he's just like, listen, Google's privacy is shit. Like, they follow you everywhere on the internet. Absolutely. And we're just trying to be an alternative to that. And they have like a very small portion of the search engine market. Like Mm -hmm. it's a very small company. And it just feels weird that the New York Times is tying them specifically to conspiracy theorists when that's not like it feels a little character assassination-y to me, not saying that the people behind the New York Times might have business interests that extend to uh, shutting down a search engine that stands a chance of taking a decent share of the market if privacy concerns really become a thing at some point. Absolutely not. Yeah, I am curious about what prompted
0: this piece. I would like to – that's something I would be interested to learn. Me too. What is the – Thing. Like, did Stuart Thompson just, like, see DuckDuckGo on, like, Twitter or something and decide to write about it?
1: I, I should also I point out not the Stuart Thompson that has been on this <laughs> podcast a few times. Different no. Stuart Thompson. Different Stuart. Maybe. Are you sure? I look Yeah. I okay. looked it up just to make okay. sure.
0: Good. Because, yeah, I'm just curious because that it, it's interesting because I've never heard of DuckDuckGo. I haven't I either. Would, I, I would never have heard of it if it weren't for this piece. And I agree about, you know, the Google thing. And I think it's funny because there's no fucking way that it's ever going to take any noticeable chunk out of Google's marketplace. Even if privacy becomes a huge concern, which it's not going to be in the same way that it was.
1: No, you know, no. ever We're again cameras in our refrigerators. Now.
0: Right. But it's just, I don't, it's just very funny like that this would now come up because yeah, like you're not getting, I mean, I I assume that Yahoo still exists. I I assume that like fucking ask Jeeves and shit still exists. (laughs) This can't
1: be the only alternative search engine. No,
0: absolutely. And And like you said, there are so many right wing internet alternatives that are so annoying in their branding where they're just like, We're the truth outlet. We're the only place where truth is told. And so like that could very easily be how they market this thing. But it seems like it's just like, hey, if you want to search and not have Google like somehow know like what your fucking shoe size is from your search, then, you know, use DuckDuckGo.
1: Yeah, I would also be interested to know the motives behind This article, because it's one of those things that no matter how you spin it, this article is kind of irresponsible. They referenced Joe Rogan in the article. I will call back to the ivermectin thing. Mm -hmm. When you saw all these articles that were like, well, Joe Rogan's taking a horse dewormer. And no, he wasn't. And the reason it's important to point out that he wasn't is because... Whatever drugs he took, he was fine. Yeah. So by going in front of the world and saying, Joe Rogan's taking horse drugs, that's going to make the people who follow Joe Rogan go, oh, well, he took them and he's fine. So I can take horse drugs and I'm fine. I guess it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Horribly irresponsible reporting that everyone was completely A-OK with. This isn't as bad big of a scale as that, but this is also, there's no way this doesn't backfire because if you're someone who is so internet stupid that you're like, oh, I can't find any information because Google won't give it to me. Here comes the New York Times going, well, here's your alternative. What you're (laughs) going to want to do is check out DuckDuckGo. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. How did I not know about this? And it's because you don't know how to use Google. And you're probably going to fuck up DuckDuckGo too. But at least the New York Times has told you where to go now.
0: But also there's no way that this hypothetical person that we've invented is going to pay to read an article on the New York Times. Oh, is this a paywall thing? I mean, aren't all of their articles paywalled
1: after a certain number, like per month? Oh, yeah, I think so. so but I mean, there's there's ways to get around that. But also, if you can't, but find, I mean, <laughs> if you can't find "plandemic" right. on Google, you can't get around Again, the New York Times paywall. Yeah,
0: we've constructed a like Chauncey Gardner esque like imbecile yeah. who can't use Google. So,
1: so, yeah, I don't know. I'll link to the article. People at home, read it. Sound off in the comments or on Twitter or somewhere. Let me know. Am I crazy? This just felt like the New York Times kind of had it out for DuckDuckGo and wanted to slander them a little bit. Hey, speaking of QAnon again. Oh, my God. We never had a chance to talk about the National Butterfly Center sex trafficking hoax. Oh, and how could we have how could we have missed this? I mean, of everything on the list today, this is the one that probably could have been a whole episode. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it is a wild story, and it's just another reminder that something else QAnon type should take into account. Because I know some of you are still listening. Just a reminder: accusing people of pedophilia is just a timeless. Classic when it comes to dirty tricks people pull on their political rivals. Yep. (laughs) And you see it happen in this story, the National Butterfly Center sex trafficking scandal. This is a butterfly sanctuary in South Texas, and Mm -hmm. it's been in operation for about 20 years. It's on the border or close to the border with Mexico. At one point, the Trump administration was trying to build a wall. I don't know if you remember this, but... They oh. trying to build a wall between the United States and Mexico.
0: The Was it going to be like big and beautiful? And I think uh, the
1: most beautiful wall anyone right. had ever seen.
0: It was going to be beautiful. I remember that it's going to be beautiful, but that it's also going to be invisible. Those are the two things that I remember the most.
1: Well, it's also going to be impossible oh. to get over or oh, okay. cross. <laughs> Any of See, those things. And, and, and I thought
0: you were just going to say it's also going to be impossible. As in, it's never going to happen. <laughs> it's never, ever, ever going to exist. Well, there ever. is
1: that also. <laughs> like, it just isn't. And part of the reason is because of no good peaceniks like the National Butterfly Center. Damn it. Because when Trump wanted to build his wall, they were concerned that the wall was gonna cut right through their property and yeah. force them to shut down. So they filed a lawsuit. And the lawsuit is still in court. That hasn't even been settled yet. Sure. But in the meantime, a guy named Brian Colphage, mm. a Trump supporter who runs an organization called We Build the Wall. Uh-huh. Which, uh, by the way, turns out, no, they don't. He actually (laughs) got in legal trouble of some sort for using his foundation's funds for his own personal sure. expenses. Yeah. So they build the wall around him and his right. debt collectors, <laughs> basically. And
0: even if it were successful, I feel like it's we hire contractors to build the wall. Oh, for I, sure. I feel like yeah. we build the wall. This is always going to be a stretch.
1: And he decided to get some revenge against the National Butterfly Center mm. for not wanting the wall to be built on their property. And he did that. By accusing Mariana Trevino Wright, the executive director of the sanctuary, he accused her and her organization of being involved in child sex trafficking. And the problem with QAnon adherence is this is all it takes for them to feel like they have fulfilled that do your own research requirement. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just need someone who they believe without question to tweet right. something, and then they have done their own research. Yeah, it's the most—I mean, not the most maddening thing about no. QAnon, but that part right at the beginning where they're like, "All right, well, here are the specific Twitter accounts to follow. You should know something's up." Yep. But that's all it takes with this crowd, and. It wrecked this woman's life. And now this butterfly sanctuary has to shut down because <sighs> from this point on, she has just gotten constant threats and harassment about her facility being involved in child sex trafficking. And it's just because this asshole was mad that she didn't want a wall built through her facility. It's so crazy. Yeah. What What
0: an asshole. What an asshole. OK, first asshole. First asshole is the asshole who decided to try to build a fucking wall through this goddamn butterfly preserve. It's a butterfly preserve. It's yeah, beautiful. You can't, you can't just like put it around the front. Yeah, like, go around it. It's not like it's on the goddamn border, is it? Like it's surely like it's got a little bit of space. See, yeah, it's got to. It's second asshole. This fucking Brian guy. Uh, fuck this guy. Fuck him. What a, what a dick. Like, just for no reason, just out of spite. Like, this is why people got pissed off about the whole Elon Musk accusing that, like, tunnel guy of, like, pedophilia. Because it ruins people's lives. Like, yeah. it's fucking ridiculous. You don't just go around throwing these accusations around. And, you know... Man, it just pisses me off. Like these these butterflies didn't do fucking anything. This lady, all she wanted to do was have this damn building with her fucking butterflies. This is making me so mad. It's just a building full of butterflies. She's getting beautiful. I'm sure it's beautiful. (laughs) A gorgeous building full of butterflies. Just a garden. A the Garden of Eden. Full of butterflies. (laughs) And now what are the butterflies going to do? Where are the butterflies going to... No one ever thought about that. No, you're so fucking worried about the made-up kids who are getting sex trafficked. (laughs) I'm so mad about this. These poor butterflies. I
1: hope the butterflies found homes. Hashtag save the butterflies. But, like, do we know if the butterflies found homes? They they haven't completely shut down yet, so it... I, I don't. Th- they did temporarily shut down. I'm sure they did. I'm like, they're not just gonna like open the windows and be like, <laughs> go on without us. Oh, be, I like that idea if they, though. If they did, I'd be like, shit. Maybe they were trafficking kids. That is not <laughs> yeah, just how I saw this ending. At let all, all, all the p- place go. Oh, uh, that like, would be ah, great. Fuck I- it, the jigs up. Fucking <laughs> yeah. Just cages just collapse. I don't know why I think they're in cages. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, they're not cages. Butterfly cages.
0: God. Yeah. The tiny little butterfly jails. <laughs> Pouring uh, shampoo
1: in their eyes to test it oh, on humans. no. Oh, did you know butterflies can scream? Oh, they can't. But rabbits can. No, they can. That's true.
0: Rabbits can't scream. (laughs) Things,
1: (laughs) Things got so bad at this place, which speaking of QAnon just kind of ascending to every level of American life. At one point, a congressional candidate from Virginia showed up at this place and demanded, this is a quote, access to the river to see all the illegals crossing on the raft. So not just sex trafficking, but also human trafficking, because they're this is probably where all of the illegals who voted in the 2020 election. I'm assuming they just came in through the butterfly. Right. And then they rode to all the other states on butterflies. (laughs) 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 Democrats and their magic butterflies stole the election.
0: Look, hey. If that's where right wing conspiracies started going, if it's like magic (laughs) butterflies and shit, like I'd be like, okay, fine, I can deal with this. Yeah, I'm in. But again, this this congressional candidate from Virginia showing up to this place in Texas, come on, this is again another thing I've harped on so much in the last, especially in the last few months, just. a terminal online. All of our politicians, especially on the right, are just terminally online. They just get all of their information off of Twitter and it leads to shit like this.
1: And I guarantee this congressional candidate showing up at this place was some sort of online stunt, too. Like, you kind know, they did oh, absolutely. live on Instagram or something. Do we know who it was? Uh says here it was Tyrell Ventura. No, just joking. Oh, shit. Very funny. No. <laughs> Tyrell is conducting a raid on the National Butterfly Center.
0: No, it turns out it was uh, Sean Stone. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, they, they decided – oh, they closed down indefinitely in February. So they have, They are closed down. No word on where – The Butterflies Went.
0: That sucks.
1: That story is such a huge bummer. It does suck. Yeah. Because it, I don't, like, it seems like QAnon types do realize what kind of fire they're playing with, but also don't. Like, this seems like a thing that for a lot of people, it's going to seem kind of cute and it's going to seem like, well, that's my online identity is I'm QAnon. And then it's going to feel a whole lot different when motherfuckers are literally getting murdered on the White House lawn. And you're like, oh, I was a part of that, huh? People are already getting
0: killed for this shit. You know, yeah, not but, not like lawn, in, but not like on, but not like
1: the big public spectacle. No, but way. I
0: mean, but, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And yeah, this is just, you know, online harassment is almost never just online. It almost never yeah. just affects people online. so
1: yeah.: Hey, speaking of things that are finally online, finally. Barack Obama's presidential records now available. For your Freedom of Information Act request needs. Finally, apparently, this works like getting inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame, where you have to be retired for five years. Okay. And then the government just throws all your files out the window, and people wait (laughs) for them to fall to the ground and gather them up. Five years to the day after Obama leaves office, his records. Finally available for Freedom of Information Act requests. USA Today looked at some of the requests that have been filed so far. For starters, their investigation confirms all my worst fears about the Freedom of Information Act requests because they – or the Freedom of Information Act in general. Because apparently they got this docket of just – The complete names and, like, all the information about all the people requesting this stuff. They got enough information to know even in cases where people were using fake names. Right. Which that part gives me some hope. If I can just go on there and be like, my name is Stu Pittass and I want to know about Jonestown. Like – if will mm-hmm. they still send it to me? Like will they just have a guy like drop it at an Amazon locker and then I can show up with <laughs> facial recognition defeating yeah. tech on my face and pick it up? Cuz if Did. so, I'm into some cloak and dagger shit like that. But I don't so much want to be like Adam Todd Brown, here's right. my mother's maiden name, here's my social security number, and now tell me about Jonestown.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to do any of that. <laughs> I'm not going to – I'm not going to be putting in any – there's nothing about Obama's administration that I want to know enough to go through all that is the thing.
1: Yeah, I feel like with Obama, I kind of already know. And yeah. that's not – like that's not me implying like Obama did nothing wrong. But no, like Obama's failings were pretty obvious. Like he was it- – Drone striking American citizens. He didn't (laughs) shut down Guantanamo Bay. They talk about some of the requests people made, and we'll talk about some of the crazier ones in a minute. But the only one I sort of agree with, I feel like I would word it a little more eloquently because the person who submitted it just wrote, why was bin Laden's body being thrown into the sea that fast? (laughs) Which, how adorable is that? Yeah, very cute. That person was either 12 or 58. Yeah,
0: and I'm going to guess the latter.
1: <laughs> yeah. But if there was one thing I would want more info about, I think it would be the death of bin Laden. Sure. Call me crazy, but I don't know that the U.S. was completely on the up and up about yeah. how and why that happened. But, I mean, maybe. Maybe. No, you yeah. Know, even the blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes. You, maybe we no, told you, the complete and total truth. You,
0: <laughs> you should you – should. You should turn in a FOIA request for that, <laughs> and then revel in your collection of the largest stack of black ink papers,
1: <laughs> exactly in
0: the history of mankind. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. N-
1: All the Freedom of Information Act means is you can ask. Yeah, but they're going to give you some pushback.
0: Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask for his damn birth certificate. That's what I'm gonna ask for. That's what a
1: lot of the requests uh, were of about. Of course they are, if, if you can believe it. Not only his birth records, one request asked for a copy of his DNA. <gasps> Probably to determine if he's half sure. Liz, you know, half yeah. Lizard. Obviously, Liz, for short, saves me too <laughs> time. Right, to right, right, right. Uh, I assume that's what that was about.
0: Absolutely. I'm sure that the, the White House, uh, you know, responded to that. Quickly and definitely, they got that DNA. I'm sure that's very easy to come by. The president's DNA, yeah. Uh, they sent
1: him video ahead of time of them swabbing Obama's cheek, giving the thumbs up. Uh, they also, people had questions about a rumored $65,000 White House hot dog and pizza party. <sighs> Guess what this is about. Hmm. Would it have, have anything to do with the pinball place nearby? It, it has a little bit to do with Comet, Ping Pong, Pizza. Ping Pong. And Pizzagate in that this that one goes like USA Today just barely touches on what this is. They just say it's a party that is rumored to have happened or right. not have happened. But if you dig into it, it's a big QAnon yeah. Pizzagate scandal where there's a whole email thread where. That's
0: the the namesake of Pizzagate comes from that party and the emails about it.
1: Right. I thought Pizzagate came from the John Podesta emails. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, yes, I think it did. I, I get both of those. You know, I conflate them.
1: And here's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if John Podesta is a pedophile. Maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't mean uh, we don't have to get into we it. We don't
0: have to. Yeah, Pizzagate isn't the uh, uh, is pizza Just because just because there's a massive <laughs> group of pedophiles among the elites in the world doesn't mean that Pizzagate is true. That's the problem. That's the whole problem with Pizzagate is that there was a ring of pedophiles among the elites in our society. It was called Jeffrey Epstein's Airplane and probably a bunch of other bullshit that we don't know about. But it's not take a place of a goddamn ping pong and pizza parlor. <laughs> they don't need to go to that place. Yeah.
1: I wonder if the pizza's good. It's
0: no, open. there's no way. Really? You think the pizza sucks? Not if they're listing ping pong first. What's going- I don't think the pizza's going to be good.
1: I suppose that's true. Well, Comet is listed first well, but isn't it Comet Ping Pong and Pizza? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm just trying to cut them some slack. No, I don't. They do don't deserve I, it. Do you think this hurt their business? I bet it did not. Yeah. Uh, no, I bet it didn't. I bet it did. Like I, I know a guy who just played a show at Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Do you really? They do comedy. Well, no, it was a band who wow. was playing. A show at Comet Ping Pong Pizza.
0: Did you go down into the basement? Did you, <laughs> The basement that doesn't exist? The, the non-existent basements?
1: That's uh, my favorite. If I can have a favorite detail about a guy showing up at a pizza place with a gun, is that he showed up <laughs> and was like, show me the torture basement. And they're like, dude, we don't have any basement. We don't have much a less. basement. And he was like... Oh, OK, here's my gun. You want to call the police? I guess, uh, I <laughs> yeah, this I remember was that a, was I, I guess I've made a huge, huge mistake. Whoopsie. Can I get a slice before I'm yeah. front to the <laughs> That's Please. the thing. Like,
0: I don't know if I would ever want to just casually go eat at a pizza place that I know has a much higher than the national average likelihood of having a active shooter within it. Yeah, Right? That has to be like percentage wise the highest likelihood pizza place to have a shooting.
1: Yeah, but I also went and saw Joker like first showing, like first possible opportunity. Joker was never
0: dangerous. (laughs) That movie was never, that movie didn't have enough intellectual fucking like rigor. To cause anybody to lose their mind and kill any kill people. I
1: hate like, that movie so much. Ugh. It was a terrible movie. It was very bad. Won an Academy Award. The fact that they they thought they were really getting a twist by us with that fake Zazzy beats relationship. Oh it's my like, fucking god! He is clearly not dating this woman. This is obviously oh. happening in his head. And yeah, there. My it goes. god. Oh. Okay, but can I uh, since since you've
0: <laughs> you've now opened the the Joker floodgates I
1: it, that I haven't thought about since that movie came out. This is what's gonna get people to stop listening to us. We can <laughs> talk shit about QAnon all we want, but now we're going it's down this path. Talking shit about Joker. Talking it's shit about Joker's gonna fucking, undo us.
0: That fucking garbage scene where he like the two people from the clown school come to his apartment and he kills them and one of them's the little person and there's like a 5 minute fucking escapade where the little person can't open the door to get out of the apartment to get so he doesn't get killed because he's too little and that's the entire fucking joke of the fucking scene is <laughs> garbage that's
1: garbage it's trash I hate that
0: movie so
1: much. Yeah, yeah. I did love the scene where he drops the gun in the children's hospital. That's the funniest ward. that is in the, the, the children's moment. hospital. Yeah. Yeah. That funniest moment in that whole movie. Funniest moment,
0: best moment. Also, like just in general. Yeah. That was good. Everything
1: yeah. else sucked. Yeah. I got about halfway through that and was like, man, if I get shot for this, oof. <laughs> yeah, no, so imagine. Pissed. I didn't watch it in theaters. So pissed. All right, let's talk about this one last story, which is kind of more just a plug for our next episode. Oh, my God, no. Well, I mean, it's time to get excited. Whenever one of the greats makes a new film, then it's it's our job to respond. And Dinesh D'Souza has a new film coming out. Because here's the thing. Apparently, there's another 2020 election conspiracy.
0: Oh good! Oh, I was worried that we were uh, out of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, no way, no way. I mean, we have another election to plan for in twenty twenty four, so we got to practice all the all the ways to steal it now. So, Adam, can steal it Adam, in twenty twenty four. Yeah, Adam, I have yeah. not, I have,
0: I have not watched a, a Dinesh D'Souza movie.
1: Neither have I. I, I don't, don't know if I've ever even heard the man speak. I've heard him speak. He sounds like a moron. We're going to watch this movie. It's called 2000 Mules is what it's called. First of all. And assuming the Google algorithm will even let us find it. His movies have, are plenty easy to find. I might have to go to a public library and use DuckDuckGo. <laughs> fucking COVID mask on my face. So the feds don't catch on to me.
0: Yeah, exactly. But. Except you're not allowed to use duck duck go if you're wearing a mask.
1: Oh, that's like be- this. <laughs> that's right. No, I don't know. Yeah, there's so th- this is a whole new conspiracy cuz there's there's the one that's out and by the one, I mean there's like eight different Yeah, Jesus. versions that all sort of involve Democrats changing rules right. to allow more mail-in voting so they could steal the election with fraudulent mail-in ballots. Right. And this is different. This is something else. Okay. This theory involves cell phone location data, like the, the kind that you can buy about pretty much any person out on the open market. And, you know, if you want to find out that I go nowhere <laughs> ever, yeah. you know, I'm sure with enough internet savvy, you could go find that information. Right. And so this company or this, this group – called True the Vote, Mm. bought a bunch of cell phone location data, and they geofenced around ballot drop boxes. And their theory is that they found around 2,000 what they call mules, which are people who were repeatedly going back to these same ballot drop boxes and just dropping off massive amounts of ballots. Right. And the thing is, in Georgia right now, there is an investigation into something similar to this. But it's an investigation into ballot harvesting, which means you go out and you get a bunch of votes gathered. But those people vote legally, but you just gather them all up and take them back to the place yourself. Right. Which apparently is illegal. It must be the difference between... Showing up and offering someone a ride to the polling place as opposed to showing up and sticking a mail-in ballot in their face and saying, here, vote, and we'll take it to a place for you. But that's not what this documentary is alleging. And even that Georgia investigation, the state of Georgia has made it clear that the votes in question wouldn't necessarily be fraudulent. It's just that the way they were gathered and collected and delivered kind of bent the rules. Right. This documentary is apparently going to make the claim that they're just completely fraudulent sure. ballots that were being dropped off, I guess, in response to them needing more votes. I I don't know, but we're going to find out.
0: Great. Awesome. Just a couple notes. Sure. Real quick before we... Do that. <laughs> it's it. It'll probably be playing at, on a couple screens near me. Uh, I know other movies of his have been shown. Oh, in really? Oh, yeah. No, we get the we we get a decent, a healthy theatrical run of the, the right wing documentaries usually <laughs> around Indianapolis, uh, even I, at AMC. Yeah,
1: I bet we would get that here somewhere.
0: Uh but i just want to say first of all uh, that 2000 mules is a goddamn terrible title for, oh, yeah. for a movie yeah, it's just a great. just a dog shit title doesn't matter what it's describing it doesn't matter how much it has to do with the actual movie itself like if you even just compare it to i was just looking back just to make sure i was was looking back at his other documentary titles and They're all better. You've got, in 2020, he had two, Infidel and Trump Card. And then he had Death of a Nation. Get it? Oh, I get it. Hillary's America, The Secret History of the Democratic Party. That came out in 2016. And America... Imagine the world without her, which came out in 2014, which is that's great. And, they, and that's following up 2016 Obama's America, which came out in 2012, but is called 2016 Obama's America. And
1: yeah. What the hell was he predicting in that?
0: N- I mean, I'm sure it was a bunch of stuff that absolutely came true. Oh, based sure, on sure, sure. based on his track record.
1: And based I just on the that title, that's definitely the year this became Obama's America. If right, absolutely. 2016, in 2016. Yeah, Obama dominated in 2K16. I he was really on the cover, w- I think. <laughs> I really was I'm try
0: I was trying to figure out who that's the a, her is in America, Imagine
1: the World Without Her. I think it's America. I just wanted to call out that my he was on the cover was a pretty decent EA Sports. Like, Madden joke. <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. No, it's good. It's good. Yeah, uh, it's got to be America. A world without her. Yeah, Lady yeah. Liberty, you know. Yeah, right, exactly. Which I'm sure a lot uh, of people would love to imagine that. Like, I mean, I, you might find this surprising,
0: but... Critics called 2016 Obama's America a nonsensically unsubstantiated act of character assassination. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Unlikely to sway undecided voters or Obama supporters.
1: (laughs) No. Shocker. Come on. on, Uh,
0: Yeah. This, it, it seems to be 2016 Obama's America is about the, it's a birther
1: documentary. Oh, good, good, good.
0: Yeah. So D'Souza. So we're
1: really going to watch a Dinesh D'Souza movie. i am clicking right now to see how, in fact, you know what? Sure. Have my cookies, Dinesh D'Souza. No.
0: Just Are go. you looking at 2000meals.locals.com? No. I'm just on,
1: on that there. That was what.
0: As it auto corrected me as soon as I
1: started typing in 2000. Yeah. The website barely works. Who knows? Who knows? But we're going to figure it out. We're going to yeah. figure it out. We can buy the DVD if nothing else.
0: <laughs> no, I will fucking not.
1: <laughs> There's a blurb from Trump right on the website. Oh, man, he's going to steal the election in 2024. Yeah, or he's just going to win. <laughs> yeah, or he'll just win. <laughs> which is. Or he'll which win, is, or like Ivanka will yeah, win. Yeah, or someone. Christy Gnome. That's going to be a bitter pill. First, it, it, first female president.
0: It is going to be a bitter pill that I feel like we can say that about every aspect of the future.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Except for the part where we got a bonus episode coming next week where we talk about 2000 mules or something, because who knows if we'll <laughs> be able to find
0: this movie to watch in that in that time. But That's yes, true. we'll we'll talk about something
1: next week. <laughs> Until then, do we have anything to plug before we get out of here?
0: Uh, no. No? I, yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't have anything to plug.
1: Um, if you want to follow the network at Unpops on YouTube, we're now doing video episodes and video Ooh. clips from our pods. We forgot to record this one, but <laughs> it's fine. Uh, That's Okay. Also, I'll, I'll start doing more on the conspiracy Instagram, but the Unpops Instagram is a little more active now. Unpops.podcast. It's so much. It's this so, Instagram,
0: so much. it's a real, it's a real, like, n- like noose around your neck. You really are it's not a, into it. It's a real albatross. Albatross. That yeah. was the word that I was looking yeah. for other than noose, but, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, noose is a strong way to put it.
0: That's I, I felt bad saying it, <laughs> but I needed to get some sort of
1: point across What do you sentence. know about Instagram that I don't? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, follow follow all that. Uh, unpops.podcast on Instagram, at Unpops on Twitter and YouTube. And, uh, you know, bonus episodes at patreon.com slash unpops, unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. Or right there in your Spotify apps. And uh, yeah. pretty soon in your Apple Music apps, too. And wherever else th- they will let me let people give me money for extra episodes. <laughs> you, can bet, you can bet you can give me a couple bucks a month. Uh, and I think that's it. Let's get out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.